It's Christmas on the Movie Crew Podcast, and tonight we're going to talk about Jingle All the Way. You no trouble. Me, Fifth Element. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Jared, I don't know if you if you realize this, but we don't actually have the doll here in the studio. <laughs> Bro. You're going to get a gift certificate for all of your excitement. Sir, I had a Turbo Man doll, but we'll get Oh, my there. God. Oh, we will get there. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. We are your host. I am editor Brian Elkins. With me here tonight, cinematographer Jared Callen. How you doing, Brian? I am doing fantastic, sir. We also it's have turbo time. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, you stole it. I was gonna say it. No, 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 it. yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> and here it goes. Uh, we also have DP Mike Griggs. It's turbo time. Perfect. That was the worst. It's turbo time. <laughs> that was so much better. See, see, there's that. That's what I was shooting for. Jared hit the target. There it is. Jamie! Jamie! I'll, I'll work on it as we go. He knows my name. <laughs> and we also Just have... cut to that. Just oh, cut no. to that. Just... <laughs> Brian, go ahead and do it. <laughs> She's waiting. <laughs> we also have with us costume designer Kristen Jones. Hi, hello. I, I can't do Schwarzenegger's voice. Sorry, I'm just, just going to fail. It's okay. We Someone a, has to be can we get moderately it's turbo normal time? on this. Just say it's turbo time. <sighs> How about a, how about a nobody likes you booster? I thought you liked this I movie. I build into this. I, can't, I love this movie, but I can't do voices, so I'm not even going to try. That's fair. I can't do voices either. You can do your voice. Oh, that's true. There you go. There you go. Look at that. There's a positive spin on that. <laughs> you sound like you. So, guys, here we are. Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I'm Brian Elkins, editor. <laughs> what? I already did that. That didn't sound did you? like him. Yeah. You did I'm not. Sorry. You did not. I'm pretty sure I did. Anyway, Ugh. jingle all the way. Oh, man. All right. I want to ask, ask a question right off the bat. Oh, okay. Why is it called Jingle All the Way? Who the fuck knows, man? <laughs> <laughs> because they needed some kind of Christmassy something or other, and this movie takes it all the way. 
So they were like, there's a pun in there somewhere. Is there? Not really. What do you no. think it should be called? Like, it's Turbo Time? Because that doesn't say Christmas. Like, No. Hey, I don't what know. What do you think? Bad, bad dads. Black nope. Fridays. No, no it, needs, it needs to be something Christmassy so that you know what you're getting into. Oh, also, are they, are they bad dads? I mean, they are, but they also try really hard to redeem themselves throughout the whole movie. So I feel like they get credit well, for that. Except for uh, Ted. Ted's oh a bad God. dad. I love how much I hate Ted. He cares it's, so much, guys. What are you he's talking about? so fantastic. He's very thoughtful. <laughs> he's a good guy. Oh, I'm over here eating your wife's cookies. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, your wife's cookies. Oh Put my that cookie God. down. Oh, my God, your wife's cookies. Oh, she's in the shower. Did you want me to go upstairs and check? <laughs> no! Oh, Phil Hartman's the best thing about this film. I'm just going to go ahead and say it right now. I, okay, all right, I'll agree with that. Yeah, actually. Yeah. I was going to say Jake Lloyd, but... Um, oh, oh, go fuck, fuck you. yourself. No, no, absolutely not. <laughs> what are you uh, talking about? Oh, like, did so George, George Lucas did, not see this movie before? Uh, I, was, I was about to ask, did, did, did George Lucas never see this film? I was thinking that and like every single scene because like there's there's three or four moments where he actually he gets into whatever he's doing enough and delivers something moderately well. But all the lines that he's like, oh, I'm supposed to say that they're all so bad. Yeah. Well, he is a little kid, but I don't know if I ever look at him and I think of Darth Vader. <laughs> Dude, that's all I think about. No. I mean, now that is pod racing. <laughs> uh, uh, Let's try spinning. So that's a neat bad. trick. Woo. Are you Hi, an angel? Dad, I knew you'd call. <laughs> like, really? He, you didn't have another take of that? Like, that was the one that you were like, we got Bro, it. is that seriously... The, <laughs> and in this movie, is that seriously what threw you out of it? Man. No, no. It was every single time Jake Lloyd talked. How about this movie's like only... There's actually only like 84 minutes of actual movie, and it feels really? long as shit. It kind of does in some points. I watched the extended version, which apparently adds four minutes, and at least two of those are the uh, the Santa Claus gang singing a little number, well, which I was not aware of previously existed. Well, it's funny because uh, if they, I watched both to see what the differences were. You watched both, and they they, yeah. I, I cannot say I watched both in concurrence, but I, I have seen the original so many times that like every time I was like, oh, this is new. Yeah, I have not seen this before. Okay. Well. Uh, in the theatrical cut, when they're driving into the Santa headquarters, uh, <laughs> where they're doing whatever the fuck they're doing oh, in there. Is this real leather? <laughs> um, Belushi's singing the song that they sing in the car, the uh, the boy that Santa forgot or whatever. Yeah, that was in the version I watched. Okay, so Griggs, do you remember him singing that? I, I don't feel like anything was new in the, in the drive-up part. Well, I was just wondering because he asks him, before he does, before they do the dance number, the the song, the big thing. He's like, "Have you ever heard the song, the boy that that Santa forgot?" And he's yeah. like, "No, I haven't." And he goes, no, into, "They go into the big." And yeah. then the and then theatrical version, it cuts straight to him having the the present. Okay. So it literally like they they just cut out that entire that entire song. So he he asks the question, and then he starts singing, and then at the end of it, like it culminates in the little elf bringing the the toy. In the theatrical version, it just cuts Santa's straight helper. to the toy. Not enough. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get, your, get your North Pole nomenclature correct, sir. We will have none of that on this show. Call me an elf one more time. Oh, sorry, that's the wrong movie. That's not okay. 
I, 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 I can't get over the, you watched this twice. I've seen this more than how, how more many than times twice have you in my seen life, it, Brian? Uh, I think this is like my second time all the way through. Oh my god, are you serious? You know, I, I think you had being a kid. I love this movie, dude. I even had the Man. you know they used to make little shitty books based on like for kids based on oh, movies. Yes. And I actually I read the read the the children's book version of this. <laughs> I had a Turbo Man doll. Um, it's Turbo Wait, time. Like a, a legit uh, Turbo Man doll. It wasn't did like it the fourteen. Like, it wasn't like it the fourteen like inch tur- Turbo Man. It was like the standard action figure size. You okay. know, I, I had I didn't. I didn't have the bougie Turbo Man, but also that one's fucking huge. I mean, do you really it need? Is. That's a really big. Uh, he, he, you figure. can't even put it in your backpack to take it to school. No, he tries to put it in the backpack and it doesn't fit. <laughs> it doesn't fit so much that it's easy to be stolen out of the backpack. Yeah, maybe that was like a a maximized size. I don't know. It was the deluxe collector's special edition or something. It, it, yeah, well, I forget yeah, what they exactly. Call it. exactly. <laughs> it's the special doll. No, man, I watched this movie so many times when I was a kid. Like we, me and my siblings still throw out lines from this movie. Yeah, this was definitely something I watched over and over when I was a kid. This is going to be one time where you, this is like just a couple years of the age difference here. Like when this came out, I was in high school, and the Schwarzenegger movie I saw in theaters instead of Jingle All the Way, same year, was Eraser. Like that's where I was at. You know, hold on. I mean, I saw Eraser too, but I definitely like Jingle All the Way better. (laughs) Oh really? No, I was not. (laughs) I was like eleven though. So So you You weren't supposed to watch Eraser, but you got to anyway. Yes, yes. Because see, I was, I I was way too sheltered to be able to watch the cool movies like Eraser or. Mike grew uh, up in a commune. (laughs) Well, I I saw it by accident because my parents were watching it, or my mom was watching it. And uh, I, for some reason, I was like, oh, your movie's almost over. Like, I'm going to put on my movie when you're done. But it wasn't, and she didn't correct me. And so I sat and watched the whole thing with her. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Absolutely. Because a movie I would much rather be talking about right now. <laughs> You'll just have to wait, Brian. I'm sorry. Have we done a racer yet? We have not. Okay, we'll just add it to the list. We'll get there, Brian. I know, I know. Many more weeks to come. <laughs> there, there's some uh, there's some true lies moments in here too, like the whole like when he's in the jetpack at the end and he's give like, give me your hand, I will catch you. God, <laughs> no, like wh- like once he's caught him and he's coming down at the end, like that was like a hundred percent like ripping off the Harrier jet like landing. Well, yeah, but that was also in the opening sequence. That was in the like the little Power Rangers like oh, TV yeah, the show. Oh yeah, totally Power so, Rangers. Yeah, but like that that where he catches the kid and lands like puts him safely down, like the ending was is the same as the beginning. Oh, that's oh for cool. sure. Nice yeah, no, they, they definitely wrote the what the ending should be and then made the the Power Rangers knockoff TV show. Which I to be enjoyed. that fore, foreshadowing. Yeah. It, it was, looked like the same location where they shot uh Star Trek when Kirk fought the Gorn. Oh, the that very first episode. Yeah. Oh, wait, was that the first I don't know if that's the first episode. No, no, that's um, not the first episode of Star Trek. It, it, no, no, no. It's when the, the lizard guy, where, where, where if you go oh, watch yeah, it on yeah, Netflix okay, now, okay, they yeah, make yeah. him blink, and it looks really weird because his, his big old eyes blink. But, um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's the same location, and Star Trek uses that location a lot. But it's got that weird jaggy, kind of goes up at a 45-degree angle. Kind of yeah, look like a... you can go up and like raise Simba to all the animals. <laughs> kind of looks like that. It's a, it's a pretty, pretty classic location that yeah. has to be like just right outside of LA because everyone uses it. You're like, oh, I feel like I've seen this before. Oh, you, you definitely. I have a son, <laughs> you know. 
He knows my name. Oh man, I was gonna say it look, kind of looked like the set from like the Flintstones. I know it's the same director, and that's what <laughs> the movie he did previously uh, to this was was the live action Flintstones film. Uh, really? Uh, I think it yep. was. That's that's. He may he may have it had was one pretty close. In I remember somewhat liking that, but that's got to be pretty bad too. Yeah, it oh, is bad. Man, it but had... I enjoyed that, but more than this movie, like rewatching that with my kids. More than this yeah, movie? I did. Interesting, interesting. Whoa, he's producing the new Police Academy. Okay, that but that seems right in his alley, you know. That's yeah. down his lane. From the director of Pro- Problem Child Two and Beethoven <laughs> <laughs> comes in all new. Whoa, he did Beethoven, yeah. bro. All right, all right, no, no, no. This dude's badass. He did I mean, Beethoven. I don't know how you can like hate the Flintstones. It's got John Goodman, Rick Moranis, and freaking Halle Berry. Like, there's so much to love. About he also directed the that. sequel to the Flintstones, which I think is called something like Viva Rock Vegas. It is yes. Flintstones oh, yeah. in Viva Rock Vegas. Which I'm pretty sure one of the Baldwins, not Alec or any of the ones we could name. Steven, oh, yeah, the lesser Baldwins. <laughs> <laughs> I played Barney Rubble. <laughs> I think you're right. You're, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Rick, Rick Moranis was like, man, one was enough for me, guys. Like, ah. Yeah, because, you know, he at the end of the first one, he asked uh, if they could get ketchup packets in the cafeteria. And I just don't know if they could get ketchup packets back in the Flintstone era. So that really ruined that movie for me. Yeah, I can't watch it. <laughs> mm. Suspension oh, of disbelief. It'll only get you so far. This is a deep pull. Um. <laughs> All right, so Brian, you, you just you were too old to watch this movie like a bunch when you were a kid. Is that- yeah, I think it was. You know, it was in the you know the early teen years. So you know, you're, you're too cool. You know, you gotta leave the childish things behind. You know, dude, you're never too cool for Turbo Man, bro. Never too cool for Turbo. I Man. never cared that much for Arnold Schwarzenegger comedies. I'll be honest. I really enjoy Kindergarten Cop. I think that's really special. I f- I friggin' love Kindergarten. And Cop. And there's some moments I like in Twins. But that's pretty much that's it. That's great. Well, you don't like Junior? No, I didn't I, care much yeah. for Junior, man. Oh, junior, I forgot uh, about that movie. Yeah, to be honest, yeah, I don't think I've ever moments. finished it. I don't think I've ever seen no. the ending of it. No, yeah. he go, They go and find Mama. No, that's twins. <laughs> right, with Junior, it's like twins. he has, he has, he has the baby. <laughs> they all run easy together. To confuse, they know. they run, they run in my head. One, I, there's I a thinking. little guy. The other one, there's a little kid. You know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Junior, that <laughs> was I was reaching for that one. Sorry, Danny DeVito, a small child, same difference. You know they they, they talked about doing like uh, triplets or whatever. Oh, what? And bringing in and bringing in Eddie Murphy. That would be amazing. Wouldn't that be phenomenal? Oh, that would be great. I would watch that. <laughs> Absolutely, I'd watch that more than Jiggle All the Way. Easy. Ah <laughs> oh, man, there's so many great moments in this. Oh there man, there are some good moments. I'll give you that. There are some really good moments. Yeah, so it's it's a perfect family movie, right? Or is this a family movie? Can you watch this one with your kids, Brian? I don't. I'm, my kids are kind of bored with it. Really? really? Yeah. I haven't watched it with my kids yet, so I don't. I don't know how they will feel about it. I want. I want to watch it again. Even even having just watched it like two days ago, like I'm like, yep, no, I need to do it again this Christmas. It's, it's time. It's time. I think my kids like like the stories and children's films more when there's actually the children are the main characters. As opposed to being the grown-ups. It just seems like they... That's fair. Yeah. I don't know. They're they able to identify and get into things a little bit better. I, I could put like the Goonies on, and they would watch the Goonies like you know five or six times before watching this. I don't know. I just think that's that's a kid thing. Yeah, I think part of the reason that it appealed so much to me as a kid is because I was like in that weird tween age, and so like I wasn't like a child, and I didn't want to watch Power Rangers anymore, but 
And so I could get a lot of the adult jokes and I could watch the parents doing really stupid things and laugh at them. And so I feel like maybe this is like a very specific age range for children. I mean, I'll agree with that. And also, too, like when we were growing up, like Schwarzenegger was kind of like a he was beyond a household name. He was like a a mega superstar. And, you know, I mean, when we were growing up, that was I don't know. That was cool. You know, it was like, oh, yeah, he's the big action star. He's in all these awesome movies that I can only watch maybe some of them. And <laughs> there's that appeal. I get to watch a Schwarzenegger movie? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Do it. Right? Absolutely. Right off the bat, I was really happy to see the writer, uh, Randy Cornfield. <laughs> Great name. <laughs> it was uh... it, it's very corny. Um, you know, I, I think it fits the <laughs> it fits the film really well. He's also the writer of uh, Eight Legged Freaks. Oh, uh, super fun. Yeah, and uh, Jingle All the Way, too. So he did return wow. for the sequel. Oh. Maybe it's well, worth watching. Well, this, this one was definitely punched up by producer Chris Columbus. Well, they definitely needed it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think maybe he might have ruined it. Really? So? Think so? Yeah, because he, he added all the, uh, I guess, the more Cartoon? satire. No, it was more cartoony before. And he added, like, the satire and, like, the, commercial, the commercialism and the... You know, the satire about buying shit and owning shit. Kind of on that, I looked up a lot of the negative reviews because, as I've previously stated, I love this movie. Um, And a lot of the negative reviews um, were mentioning how they didn't like that there was not enough balance between the satire. Like, uh, they liked the the negative reviews, really liked the satire and thought it got too slapsticky at the end. And so, rewatching it, I feel like. It's pretty slapsticky throughout, and I appreciate all of the satire and all of the commercialism. And uh, like, I, I don't really understand what they were kind of hoping for because it is a kids' Christmas movie. So like, I feel like you're gonna have a happy ending. It's gonna wrap up really nicely, especially with Turbo Man there. Like, I'm not really sure what they were expecting, but that was what a lot of the complaints were. Was that it? It was a kind of a dark comedy until the end when it became like a happy family movie. But, like, honestly, like, what are they going to do? Let the kid die instead of having Turbo Man save him? Like, what the oh hell? God, Turbo Man didn't catch him when he right? fell from like, the Like, what do you want? Like, I don't understand. The kid just Like, this actual real person, like, <laughs> became the villain when he was sort of the quasi-antagonist the entire movie. And then they ran up a freaking rooftop and then he fell and, like, oh, he didn't get there. Well, that kind of sucks. Well, no, I mean, like... Okay, end of movie. Like, what are you going to do? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's a kid's Christmas movie. Like, what? I don't know. I I think that's unfair. (laughs) The kid's splatted. You don't have to worry about bringing the body back. Just bring a bucket. (laughs) (laughs) Mommy, this film is dark. (laughs) I've heard some, some, like, you know, talking against, like, oh, it's so overly commercialistic. Like, you, you know... The entire movie is about like him trying to get a toy and and not getting it. Well, it's like, yeah, that was a big experience yeah. for a lot of people for several years, and it, it was it was both like the fuck, what was it in the late eighties? The, the, cat, the, the cabbage, cabbage Patch Kids, Kids. and then Tickle yeah. Me Elmo and the Furby. Tickle Me Elmo like happened yeah. exactly Furbies, when this movie bro. came wow, out. Yeah, like this, like it was written for the Cabbage Patch Kids yeah. and the, like the stuff in the eighties, and then it just happened to be the same year that Tickle Me Elmo became like the fucking craze. Yeah. And it's like, how do they predict that? It was like, no, this is not the first time it's happened. Yeah, it was a thing, and so I kind of appreciated all of that. Just like uh, I've heard some people say that also that they don't like this movie because it's all about 
you know, getting the toy for the kid and to a certain extent, sure. But like you kind of miss like the entire message where they're complaining about it and it's hell on earth. And like the whole time the kid is like, why aren't you home with me? Like, and then at the end, yes. the kid, <laughs> yes. the kid gives the yes. doll away. And so I feel like people who complain about that are like, just haven't like watched it really. Yeah. You're, just, you're not paying attention at all. <laughs> and that's the entire point of Sinbad's character. Yeah. Right? Like, he give, he gives that whole monologue in the diner where he's like, yeah, no, me and my neighbor, we both wanted the same toy. And he got the toy, and now he's this rich and, he's like, well successful dude. <laughs> and I'm a fucking loser. And then it cuts to, like, him as Jamie, like, smoking a cigarette. <laughs> like, drinking fucking whiskey straight out of the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I love that. That whole scene is so great. And all of, uh, all of Schwarzenegger's, like, re- reactions are just... <laughs> so over the top he's like oh you know <laughs> yeah every t- every time they give a reaction shot he's like oh. dude they did some really nice camera stuff they all those like snap instead of doing a snap they, these really quick dollies push-ins you know uh yep, they're real yep. clean come on brian you think that was super clean like and they, they even did some really cool like trombone push-pull shots dude at, at uh right. i marked it at 57 24 they had a split diopter. yeah they did Yep, and that shot was followed immediately by a dolly zoom when when they cut to Arnold. What was the split diopter shot of? That was um, um, Ted putting the the star on the yeah. tree. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah, great. I love that. You see Ted on the one side, and then uh, there's Arnie looking looking into his own window, like, "Get your hands off my star! <laughs> <laughs> That's my tree. You put you put my star on my tree. <laughs> Man, it's so good." Yeah, they did. He, I mean, he has no as, inner monologue. He just no, talks he doesn't. He, like he doesn't. the whole time. He's like, "I'm not going to make it. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it." You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's acting, bro. It's acting. For Verbal- as over, <laughs> overlit as this movie is, like, there's a lot of like frontlit stuff that's like, ah, uh, like, did you just not have time, or were so you many just shadows. going for the, you know? But like, there was there was some really good like camera moves in here. Solid camera stuff, uh, really flat. Maybe uh, and like harsh lighting, multiple shadows. You see every they weren't. They weren't trying to make it subtle. They were just no, they were throwing no. it up, and maybe that's because they were doing a lot of improv, and and you know just they were doing a lot of improv. Multiple camera All stuff. of Sinbad stuff was apparently improv, mm-hmm. and most of Arnold's like reactions to Sinbad was also a lot of improv. Which you got to give them props because that stuff works so freaking well. Dude, all of Sinbad Sinbad's just riffs where he just goes off on, you know. <laughs> Every, all all of the commercialism well well i guess there's two parts where he goes off on uh you know how how you know, the dad just got laid off and so santa can't bring a you know a toy and a slinky i think is what he says yeah. um but then at the end also with the with the where he goes off on like the homemade bombs and how postal workers are insane and it's the best <laughs> i love his little monologues they're just i think they're great they're genius I just love that his his whole the inner the introduction to his character like they're all standing in line they're all like waiting for the last two minutes to get into the fucking store and he just starts going off and they, all the reaction shots of the people like turning and looking like what is this guy talking about like what and like he's just going off going on go, going off and then the final shot is him literally choking another lady in line and they're just like <laughs> what are you doing yeah and then. Boom! It's open, and they just don't even have time to respond. Dude, to no, it. because okay, not only does he choke her, but then like he realizes he's doing it, and he lets her go, and he goes, "You shouldn't wear fur." <laughs> <laughs> and then that poor guy who opened the door ends up getting a really big boot print on his face. Which is the like- boot print, man. I love the boot print. Dude. Like it's so over the top. Yeah, it's I mean, over the top. 
Well, is it though? Because people get trampled in the Black Friday sales. No, like that's a thing. Yeah, there was literally someone that died at Walmart yeah. in a Black Friday sale yeah. because of being. Did trampled. they have a? a, a My boot, mom got pushed down one time. Boot imprint yeah. on their face? No, but that that's ridiculous. Well, I mean, then they they go the in and start destroying the store. But the dead body is real, Brian. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Buddha, it's probably last a for a minute. Dead bodies. Last <laughs> I just like how many times they they uh, they destroy stores in this. Like they people are yeah. knocking down shelves, <laughs> the stuff's falling all over, shoving each other over. Yeah, and, and cats then, are just going everywhere. And then like uh, when they decide to run at some point, like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger gets thrown into a whole pile of dolls and just destroys. <laughs> like he, he's not reliable for like <laughs> thirty booster dolls. <laughs> that oh he my just god! Flattened. I love how every single store just has like. Walls of booster and then <laughs> empty space. But everybody hates booster when they like. Yeah. They like later at the end of the movie, they're like, "We hate you, booster." They all start kicking his ass. They start like jumping him. He falls <laughs> over, and like eight kids jump on him and start punching. We him. hate like, you, booster. That's so oh, golly. I mean, okay. Oh, it's, I was just boomers, thinking of this. Booster's just about love. I know, poor Booster. I was just thinking of this right now, though. But maybe Booster, it kind of reminds me of Barney. Like, Barney was this, like, the dinosaur, for those who don't know, was, like, this, like, level, supposed to be this lovable character that, like, everyone just ended up hating. Did <laughs> maybe you see that's the, what uh, Booster's supposed to represent. Apparently, well, there, there's this, like, there's this featurette that's on the on the blu-ray where it's like a small documentary where you meet meet up with turbo man like oh, after the yeah. tv series has gone off and he's he's you know <laughs> and then he talks about how booster went on to uh start a dog and like an animal grooming thing but he's like oh you know God. dying animals pink like his same oh color God. and so they cut to all these different animals oh that are like dyed his color that's amazing <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Turbo yeah, Man. How can you still... hate this? This is perfect. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> Turbo Man still wearing the old fucking suit. And it's... <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's all beat up and it's falling apart. And he's just sitting there, like, you know. <laughs> His eyes are all bloodshot. Looked like he was, like, drinking the yeah. night before. He, yeah, he's, gonna, he's got, like, a really bad beard, you know. <laughs> Man, that even was in better the Turbo the Man opening. <laughs> in this TV show in the opening, he's like, sure, I've got just the tool for the job. Like, how is this okay? Like what? Oh, you talking about uh, Phil Hartman getting hit on by all the ladies? No, it like they start the sexual innuendo from the Turbo Man in the beginning. Oh, really? He's yeah. He says, "Sure, I've got I've got just the tool for the job." Well, that's the same thing that uh, that uh, Ted says. Oh, a hundred percent. Like the, yeah. the fact that it 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 kind of leads that line from like, all right, there's Turbo Man being a little bit inappropriate to then Ted being like Ted's every so single. Every single wife is like, no, all those women are throwing themselves at it. Fix my sink. (laughs) I made you some cookies. (laughs) My porch door is so much better now. He's like, yeah, it is. I mean, (laughs) no. Sorry. I'm, yeah. I'll give you a recipe for that later. Sure, you will, too. Even the sexual innuendo with the the Jim Belushi, the mall Santa, where. Our Schwarzenegger goes, I'm not going to sit on your lap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, not, no, that's not my bag, man. Yeah. Ah, you get it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jim Belushi freaking kills that entire Dude, scene. If you ever need a scumbag, he's the guy. <laughs> <laughs> what? For real? I don't know. He Jingle plays Bells, a good scumbag. Batman smells. I guess he does. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> at this time, I was uh, thinking about Jim Belushi for you know, like that. What's that fucking dog movie he did? That's like Turner and Turner and Hooch. Uh, Turner and Hooch? Uh, was he in Turner? No, and Hooch? it was in one of those like knockoffs. 
I think it was called K9. With like oh, yeah, him yeah. and like oh, the little yeah, 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 German yeah, yeah, Shepherd yeah. dog or something. K9. Yeah. Yeah. K9. Yeah. K9. I think that's what it was called. Anyway, yeah, I just remember him from. Man, he's freaking classic. Who's also been in a uh, a Schwarzenegger film, uh, Red Heat, where Schwarzenegger is the. Uh, Let's see, the uh, fucking Russian spy? Isn't that what he is? He's a Russian in that, right? That, that, yeah, he's got to be. It's called Red Heat. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, Russian. I'll buy, I'll buy there it. There we go. I definitely have not seen it. Oh, you haven't seen that? Oh, you should check that out. <sighs> I have yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. If you like that, uh, this movie, you would definitely like that. Fair. Yeah. I would see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a, you know, buddy cop action comedy. Speaking of buddy cop action movies, this is not the same thing, but I really liked <laughs> Joe and his little person like sidekick i thought that a whole i didn't see the the musical number but her whole scene <laughs> and the melee and the before the uh the the bust by the police like i i don't know i thought that was really funny the giant santa coming oh out God, yes. well we have, we have he all the, off his coat. the little people oh. too they're all like running around trying to like get in on the fight too it's so they're like, funny yeah. Man, the whole Santa gang is just the freaking best. What are they doing in that warehouse? Are they yeah, selling like, knockoff toys? Is that what they're yeah, doing? Well, yeah. yeah. But like the We're just we're just trying to bring we're just trying to bring joy to the children. I love how he holds up a Polaroid <laughs> of the doll and like today's paper and he's With like a, Look. a ransom note. <laughs> oh you showed me the money. All right. I think we're going to take a break here. We're going to play the trailer. Her jingle all the way. We'll be back. What, Jared? Were you going to say something? I was just going to bring up the nunchuck Santa that comes out. <laughs> and, he's, wah, wah, wah. and then, like, Arnold favorite. turns around and grabs a giant candy can and goes, Shut up! <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and hits him. <laughs> and then when the, for like a half a second, like, Where's this going to go? And then Arnold picks up a fucking he's like, candy Shut cane. up! <laughs> But and then also when when the little guy goes flying and then the big Santa goes little buddy yes, that's so funny. <laughs> that was oh, pretty funny with the giant like, <laughs> pole oh. across the entire room man it's and so then good. the way like when the police bust in Arnold's like this is the sloppiest bust I've ever seen and he just like walks out of <laughs> he's like, don't arrest somebody he's <laughs> like I've been working in this undercover for months <laughs> do something about this two years I've been working. Man, it's so good. Every holiday season, there's one toy everyone has to have. I want the Turbo Man action figure with the arms and legs that move, and the rocking roaring jetpack, and the boomerang shooter. Getting it is every child's dream. Whoever doesn't can be a real loser. Finding it. You got the doll, right? Is this father's nightmare. I'll get that toy. I promise. Whoa! Nothing like waiting till the last minute, Howard, sir. Especially on Christmas Eve. Christmas spirit. The last one just left. Now, it's two fathers. This is war. One mission. Whoa! Oh, good baby. <laughs> and every man for himself. I think maybe, though, we could join up as a team. You know, like, like Starskin Hutch. We're well, late delivery of Turbo Man. That toy works. Let's go. Is there a problem, officer? <laughs> you can never do too much to make a child's Christmas magical. Hey, buddy. Oh. 
from the director of Mrs. Doubtfire. You want a turbo man for Christmas? Forget it. I'm not going to sit in your lap. Tony, Tony. That was taken this morning. And from the director of the Flintstones. Don't open that up. No, no, no. Of course, there's uh, some assembly required. You know what you guys are? Nothing but a bunch of sleazy con men in red suits. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. Sinbad. I work for the post office and I'm unstable. Tell him. This man is totally insane. Thank you. Christmas comes but once a year. Jingle all the way. You picked the wrong day. All right, we're back. That was the trailer for Jingle All the Way. That was a long trailer, guys. <laughs> it told a lot of the movie, man. It was a great trailer. <laughs> I really enjoyed every bit of it, honestly. And work at the post office. That means you know I'm unstable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. And it shows the whole like reindeer sequence, which is the best part of the movie. It is. It is. That is the funniest. It's like, yeah. It's not like any of this is a surprise. Like, if, like, I, no, they're, they're I not giving anything away. The, yeah, I know. You know what you're getting when you walk into this. I think. As a person who who refuses to watch modern trailers because of how much of the films they give away, this trailer actually does all of the things really well. And like, these are going to be fun moments. It doesn't explain any of them. It doesn't set any of them up. Yeah. It doesn't like give anything away. It's just like here's here's a little glimpse. Well, I love, yeah, it, it's like this is a glimpse of the chaos that happens. And, you know, again, the critique is, oh, well, shouldn't we all love each other on Christmas? Why is everyone hating each other? Well, this shit happens. Like, have you been to a store <laughs> on Christmas Eve? Like, people, are, have you been to, like, your family's, like, party on Christmas Eve? People are not happy. Like, I really enjoy this movie because it shows how everyone is just, like, struggling. Because I... I Look, 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 you want to like feel good. I, I don't I don't know what feel good movies are like. Like, I don't know. I think it's bullshit. Although feel good Christmas movies, because that's not really what happens. Like, I don't know. One of my favorite movies growing up was uh, for Christmas was The Grinch. And it's because uh, The Grinch learns that like, no, actually, people aren't awful. And that, you know, if you take away all of their presents and all of their decorations and all of their everything that they still don't care because they just want to love each other. But like, I've also lived in this world for a number of years. And um, no, 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 people care about their presents and people care about <laughs> shit that's not important. And so I appreciate this movie so much because it just satirizes it. It makes fun of it. It's it's it calls everybody out on their bullshit. Also, he punches a reindeer in the face. How can you <laughs> enjoy that? She brought it back to the reindeer. Um, that reindeer, it's man. bullshit, but also punching <laughs> reindeer. But that reindeer puppet is fucking great. Oh, like, man. Dude. So uh, great. With, with his like little, like, all his, he's got gaps between all his teeth. He's like, ah, <laughs> and he keeps, like, biting after it. It's so awesome. <laughs> it, it is bad funny. It, 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 like, it works in the right way. <laughs> Like I, I can't complain <laughs> about that at all. It, it really, it, yeah. Oh my and the, god! And then he's drinking beer with it. Yeah, and he drinks <laughs> beer with it. He like he lights one of the wisemen on fire and kicks its head out <laughs> of the window, the onto, window in front of the carolers. I love that. They all scatter. They're like, ah! I've never caroled, and I've never had a oh really a lit face you know hurled through a window at me during the winter I mean, that's definitely but i feel me, like if you're gonna do one around. of those things you need the other one to happen in order to really have a complete experience that's all i'm saying we used to do this thing called drive-by caroling where we would like <laughs> basically just run into an establishment and just like you know 
Carol bomb them. Just do a quick song and then leave. Who and they're is all Carol, and why would you leave her there? That seems inappropriate. Oh well, you know she enjoyed it. It's part of the season. Drive by Caroline. Oh, I love it. it. Should be a thing everywhere. So I was, uh, I've never gone caroling, but because I was always the person who volunteered to stay behind and watch everyone's stuff, I was like, you guys go do that. Well, <laughs> I will make shit. sure that I'm going to stay is. here. I'm going to rifle through all of it just to make sure that it all stays I'm where I'm going to drink cocoa and watch Jingle all the way. <laughs> How can you lose? You can't. <laughs> I will say also one of the other things that I love about this movie is the score. Brian, you should appreciate this. Um, I actually really love the score. <laughs> it's time to settle the score, Brian. <laughs> when I was a kid, all these music. like no, all of these like rock Christmas songs I thought were so fucking cool because I uh, I don't know I just I really liked them as a kid, and I also thought when they bring in was it a, is it from the Nutcracker where <laughs> he's chasing the like he's accosting that poor little child at the oh mall, <laughs> and they have yes. the Nutcracker music while he's climbing through all the, like the the tunnels, he's like shoving kids out of the way, <laughs> jumps into the ball pit. Oh my god, it's so great. Gets accused of being a pervert. It's perfectly timed though. Like the score, like uh, that like yep. it's just wonderful. No, I'm not the pervert. <laughs> I just need that toy. <laughs> Hello little girl. <laughs> Give me the ball. <laughs> the thing that blows my mind is that this movie cost seventy five million dollars. I thought it was Shut six, up. I got sixty in my in my no. list here. I think Do you it's have? because of all yeah, the actors though. IMDb listed as 60 estimated million. Estimated million. Estimated. Really? Okay. Yeah. Is, is that because they shot in the actual Mall of America? Oh, they did. Yeah, they did shoot in the Mall of America. For sure they shot in there. I've been was there. that a house or was that a set? No, the only thing that was, it was all set, shot in Minneapolis and St. Paul, except for the parade, which was shot on a yeah. soundstage. Which uh, I read some. It had like 1,500 extras also. Yeah. That parade's on a soundstage? Okay, something something that right. I read said that the movie itself was oh, it's a on a back shoot. Oh, back, but the, yeah, you know but I mean. the parade was another three weeks worth of shooting all like the inserts and the pickups and <sighs> there's a lot. Like, and they were doing like like they built like they had to make it look like Fourth Street in Minneapolis, and so they were doing like mats so that they could film the actual Fourth Street and then like put all this stuff in for the wide shots. Like wow. that was a whole fucking thing. So I, I bet they spent at least a third of the budget on that 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 last twenty minutes. Ah man, I don't know. This just looks kind of cheap. I think. Um, yeah, I mean, all, yeah. when it goes into cartoon mode, it, it looks super cheap. You know, like when he flies and slams into the wall and does all that, you know, and then like <laughs> okay. when he does the tether ball thing around the fucking pipe. Okay, but all right, this all is right. also nineteen ninety six. Hold on, like. No, no, hold up, hold up. No, the gags in Home Alone look fine, and that was 1990, okay? So, but what? you didn't have, like, someone flying through the air and running into a wall, like, I, I don't know. Think, anyway. Uh, again, True Lies came out two years before this, and they exactly. did a lot more, and it looked a hell of a lot better. Right, Jurassic Park right, had already fine. come out. That was James Cameron, and, you know, you gotta give it yeah. to him for working all of his resources, as well as James fucking Cameron does, but still, like, it... it they, okay. They could have done more. I agree with all of what you're saying, but I will say the scene where Arnold walks into the warehouse and they're just like, Are you the guy? And you have that guy in his that. monologue. I do love that whole that's scene. That's 
the best. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> it's a really good sign. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that guy that guy's delivery is just fantastic. Yeah, that, like he that just, poor he cop. throws so much information at him. Oh, dude, yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah. It, you would never. He's like, what? What? What's happening? What? What? Ah. But um, I, I I think that cop would have turned around because he's like, hey, and the cop's still not out of the of the room yet. And our focus mm-hmm. is still on him. I think that every time I see it, I think the cop should have been like. At least look back. But that poor fucking cop, man. He every time he turns he around, he just got blown up. Okay, like give him some, give that's him true. some time. Yeah, his <laughs> hands, his hands were literally wrapped in his, bandages. Yeah, his hands were burned, and he got blown up, and he just needs a minute. <laughs> he can't. He's not on it. Okay. <laughs> which, which for a uh, send my mail bomb, like all it did was it's pretty weak. You know, make his face black and it like hurt his down. hands enough to need yeah. to wrap them. In. It was like and the Acme bomb, bandages. man. It was from Looney Tunes. No, wait. I thought his it hands... It was meant to go to the Roadrunner. I thought his hands were burned <laughs> from <laughs> something else. No, it was because he was holding the bomb. Yeah, that's I think that's what it was supposed was to be. Black. Oh, but then the coffee yeah. spilled on the burned hand. Right, yeah, right, right. Okay, all right, okay. There you okay. But it was definitely the bomb that was a stick. <laughs> man, I love that shit. That was really a bomb? I've worked in the bomb squad for 10 years. <laughs> he starts shaking the package. Like, no! <laughs> oh, man. That's what you do with a present. <laughs> What'd you guys think of uh, Sinbad's uh, storyline? Or his character, I guess I should it, say. His character works really well for me. His storyline like goes up and up and up and then just kind of like fizzles right at the end. It, it, it felt at the end, it was like, all right, we needed you to be the bad guy, the villain at the end. So we took your antagonistic, you know, character and we, we sort of stuffed it into this box. But like his his improv backstory of all the things that like happened to him as a kid and his his story while he's in the, the diner talking about like the he needed the OMA gun <laughs> and he saw like the seven things that the the gun that he wanted to like all of his I love his character. I just feel like they didn't necessarily fulfill it as well as they had spent so much time setting up. Do you think that he has a kid? Yeah. He or is he, the or doll. Is he tra- you think well, he's crazy? Maybe he's trying to get the doll to sell it. I think he has a kid, but he oh. is no he's no longer with no. the kid's mom. That's yeah, yeah, no, he yeah, he says yeah. that the kid's mom is sleeping with everyone at the post office but him. So uh, I don't think he's. I think he. I don't think he sees his kid very often, and I think he's trying to use this doll as a way to get back into his kid's life. Um, because at the end, when he gets arrested, like he's not upset about getting arrested, and he's not upset about you know assaulting people and probably going to jail for decades. But he's more upset. He's like, "What am I going to tell my kid on Christmas Day?" Yeah, and that is what prompts little Jamie to give him the doll. You think he's just gonna sell it? I mean, <laughs> I don't. I didn't get that. I didn't get that. Uh, no, I was just thinking, like you know, what, he goes through all that, but it, you know, just come to find out, he was just gonna sell it anyways. <laughs> I think if you were gonna do he's that, he would need to be. He, yeah. <laughs> if he if you're gonna do that, he would need to be more of like an alcoholic or something. He's just like yeah. a moderate alcoholic in this, not like a severe alcoholic. <laughs> I don't know. One of, one of my favorite scenes Functioning, is, yes. is when they're running from the diner to the radio station and Arnold's <laughs> like, I can jog like this all day. And there's Sinbad literally throwing mail out of his pack <laughs> yeah. to lighten his load. I love that like, so much. 
it's so perfect and so like yeah no 100 i guarantee some male guy at some point has done something <laughs> that like that tells me that like no he really is pretty committed and if he, yeah. if he actually just wanted to like make some money he could have done something with the mail that he's dude if he just wanted to make if he just wanted to make money he would hook up with like jim belushi and they would like you know scam people like yeah i think it, i think he needs the doll <laughs> i do think it's weird in a pg film that he's not really a bad person really i mean i guess he does some bad things throughout this movie but he ends up going to jail and i don't know man i just always thought that was just kind of weird in a pg film wait that happens weird that someone would go to jail in a pg film. the bad well, guy has to go to jail I mean, that's what well okay it's a pg lesson that we're learning here about like greed is bad right and you have this character it was a black you, you you hire a black guy right <laughs> and he goes through all these extreme uh, extreme lengths but i mean outside of the very the stuff at the very very end during the parade what does sinbad do that arnold schwarzenegger doesn't himself do arnold i mean yeah no i think it really comes down to the parade part like they they're not arresting him because of his actions earlier in the movie they're arresting him because he you know switched places with with the other guy that was supposed to be the villain and then chased this kid up across a rooftop and almost fell like that that, that's why they're arresting him because he was accosting this child yeah i don't i don't i don't like that man like that 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 you're switching your whole tone of your film and like you're you're just you're disposing of a character just so you can fit in this ending and i don't know i just no i i agree yeah that's what i said that's what i said earlier like they don't yeah. They I, they spent so much time with him as the antagonist that they had to force him into being the Turbo Man versus whatever the villain guy is, and they needed someone to fulfill that role. I agree with you. I I don't think that Arnold did anything better or heroic than Sinbad, but I will say that originally they wanted Joe Pesci to play Myron, so it wasn't exactly a race sort of thing it just kind of became a race thing when they cast sinbad it is weird and they they have the rodney king joke and it's just like uh. i think sinbad added that i think that was one of his ad-libs i could be wrong but i think that was one of his ad-lib lines has not aged well well (laughs) sure no it definitely has not Especially while they were literally beating booster over (laughs) (laughs) we hate you booster yeah, this movie would not be rated. If it came out today, this would not be rated PG. No. This would definitely be a PG-13. Do you think so? Yeah, oh, actually, yeah. no, I definitely do because uh, there, uh, this movie gets heavily censored when it is aired on TV. With all it the really? Sex- yeah, cause, well, all the sexual innuendo. We already talked about this. Yeah, it gets censored. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, just the way that... And like- also, I think the nunchuck scene was censored in, like, the UK. I don't know why. That, that was, was too violent. Great, but... <laughs> you know how those UKians are with their nunchucks? If we can't have those kids uh, going around. And, and the way Phil Hartman says, like, even the most simple sentences, but he says them, he's like, Remember when we were at that barbecue and you asked me how to marinate ahi tuna? And I was like, all you need is a little Italian dressing. Oh, my God. Dude, when, when he, like, leans in to take off her her uh, um, cooking thing, whatever the hell it's called, and yeah. he, like, he, he he's just like, hugs, mm. and they, they cut to that close-up of his face, and his eyes yeah. go up, and he's got that awkward-ass smile. Like, Oh, yeah. No, he's... Ugh. You know, super into all of those moments. Yeah, I enjoyed all of Phil Hartman's acting, but I also want to compare it very quickly with our last movie, Love Actually, because in this movie, 
Arnold sees Rita being hit on and she doesn't have to apologize for it. She doesn't have to explain herself. She doesn't have to do shit because Arnold is like, no, I'm like, I need to make it up to you. Like, this is my fault that this dude is creeping on you. Like, I appreciated that. (laughs) (laughs) That is a good point. Yeah, no, I I definitely see that. He's they they definitely didn't lean into like the, oh, you did something wrong by someone else hitting on you for sure. Yeah. The other thing, this is not related to anything that we've talked about so far, but the other thing that I thought was really interesting was that there was a lawsuit over this movie because hmm. they claimed that they stole the idea. Did any of you guys? That's ridiculous. No. About that. yeah. Hold on. <laughs> no, apparently some guy was like, yeah, no, I, I submitted uh, um, a treatment for this story. It, it had the same plot dialogue and character names as another film that they rejected and went with this one and initially they were like yeah they awarded uh 19 million in damages but then the dude who sued them died and so then they appealed and then they were like actually you didn't steal anything so they're technically cleared now in the court but also well the the appeal also (laughs) recognized the fact that the original submission for the um for the screenplay was actually submitted before this guy submitted his other thing. So like it, it just coincided enough that like when he saw it, he didn't realize that something else had already happened for them. So it was, it was clear, but yeah, sometimes people have the same idea at the same time and then happen. To write oh oh yeah, man, that, that happens with movies happens that get released all the time. Yeah. yeah. Were they both called Jingle All the Way? <laughs> no, the other one was called Could This Be Christmas? Question mark. Question mark? I don't know. Could it? Mm. <laughs> it sounds more Could like a TV show or Christmas? something. Well, yeah, it's like a game show. Could it be Christmas? I don't know. Survey says. <laughs> Fourth of July doesn't quite work for that one. <laughs> also, the scene after the credits, which... I guess was not in some versions. It wasn't in the extended version because yeah, I didn't see it. I was watching that and it definitely wasn't at the end. And I was waiting for it and I was like, wait. And then I've seen this movie a bunch and I've never seen it. So tell me about it. What is it? Hmm. So after the credits, maybe there's another one because there was like a shot in the trailer that I didn't recognize. But in the version I have seen my whole life, there is a shot after the credits where Arnold and Rita are, you know, getting ready for bed. And she goes, you know, Seeing all that you did for Jamie like makes me just wonder. And he's like, what? What do you wonder? And she goes, well, what did you get me for Christmas? <laughs> and then it like zooms in on his face. Right. And he's like, <laughs> right. So that was the end of the movie that I've always seen. Was that at, at the end of the credits? It's the in the first? Of the yeah, credits. it's the post credits. Yeah. Oh, okay. So the version that I've always watched that was Wait, that was right before really? the like, credits. I think I have this on like VHS and it's always been after the credits. What? Yeah, no, the DVD version that I watched. Two mm. ago, it was it was right before the credits. Okay, that that exact interaction. Weird, and that was the one that I always have remembered. Maybe I've always seen the DVD version. Man, they, why they'd move it? They just need to do multiple cuts of this movie. You know, uh, apparently they <laughs> there already are have multiple cuts. <laughs> when they're when, when something's just so good, you know, it's like, oh, do, can we make this longer? Yes. We can minutes. add three and a half. But the deleted scenes are like fucking 20 minutes on the disc if you just watch the deleted scenes by themselves. Yeah, well, I haven't no. seen the deleted it's scenes. Like, oh, my God. It's so long. <laughs> are there any 
worth watching not, not brian brian don't movie. answer that mike jared are there any deleted scenes worth watching <laughs> um, I, haven't, I haven't watched them this is he he fly well in, in the extended cut uh he he flies through a building and there's like this like really well-to-do black family having christmas dinner what the fuck was no, that that's bro in that. that's in the movie is that in the movie yeah that's yeah. in the theatrical one but oh, okay but what was I that thought, i didn't think i saw it the first time or the second time I, yeah that was just really weird and, and, and out of nowhere yeah, that was another thing that did not age well because I feel like that was something that was very common in the 90s and it should not have been. We don't have enough people of color in this film. Oh, we'll just, we'll just put a random family in there for like... <laughs> but they're well off, seconds. so it's okay. Yeah, it's so weird. They're in a, they're in a high rise, so it'll, it'll imply better things. But yeah. we're still going to destroy their house. I mean, you know... Like, yeah, just completely. Like, what? <laughs> just ruin their meal. But you realize you <laughs> just a random white dude coming in and like fucking up their entire thing like that's the uh, no uh, okay my <laughs> turbo <laughs> man ruined christmas shit. yeah he, right he, he broke so many like laws <laughs> and like destroyed so much shit <laughs> in this journey that's to buy his son's love that's what i'm saying man like why the fuck does sinbad get arrested at the end of this goddamn movie and arnold schwarzenegger is like oh no well that was a dude that was turbo well, man oh pfft. no honestly this know. is i Brian, I hear what you're saying. I fucking hate it, man. As a children's movie, perhaps it should have more integrity. But as like an adult movie, no, it makes perfect sense. If you can get the crowd behind you, you can do whatever you want. And so everyone was chanting his name. He was like being lifted up on their shoulders. His wife was like ready to have sex with him right there. So they're not going to arrest him. (laughs) It's not going to happen. (laughs) He's a hero. And they have to arrest somebody, okay? It might as well be the black guy. Like, I'm sorry, that's what's going on here. And that—that that is, I mean, that's part of his arc as <gasps> well. Shit. Like, he starts the movie breaking the law, trying to like, oh, I'll—I'll I'll wait like until I'm supposed to be at the place before I leave my office. And then when there's traffic, I'm just gonna drive it along the line. I love the shots where he's like, "Oh yeah, this is totally working. Look at all these <laughs> people I'm passing. I'm gonna they make have like it. three shots where he's just like." flying past cars before he finally passes the cop on the bike yeah no they they start the movie showing that like this guy actually kind of doesn't give a shit hold on hold on they start the movie by showing that this guy gives a shit about his son because i had noticed watching this again and the opening all of the opening bits where he does kind of break the lot and I was comparing it in my head to the Santa Claus I don't know if you guys have seen uh, that yeah, movie very familiar as well but okay, all right. So like in this movie, like it's it pop like they pop the champagne, but he's not at the party, he's on the phone. Whereas at the Santa Claus, like he's partying. He is, that's a good and, point. Yeah. And in this one, yeah. he is actually stuck in traffic and he's like driving on the shoulder, but in the Santa Claus, he just like honks out of the, the imaginary people. Like the roads are empty. He's like, God, the traffic. Like Tim <laughs> Allen like totally makes shit up. Whereas this guy that's is right. like, that's let right. me see okay. how I can fix the situation and yes it's illegal but i'm trying for my son tim allen is just like a, a dick doing like a very illegal things because he's a because he made bad choices i mean yes arnold also made bad choices but i don't know uh, I, and my i when i when i was watching at this time i was comparing the two of the well, the two well you have the scene where he goes in and, and he's like uh you know he, he sees the purple belt and he's like oh look at this this is so cool yeah. and you know I, I love Jamie's room with the giant like uh, Captain America mural behind his bed. 
Yeah. But then Arnold like kind of strikes a pose right in front of it and mimics it. I, 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 yeah. th th that's some really cool stuff in there. Yeah, I actually really liked that scene where because at first you're like, dude, this is not like your son's upset. What are you doing? And he and I realized like, yeah, he's trying to be goofy. But then as soon as he realizes his son realizes his son is upset, he like takes off the purple belt and he like sits down and he's like, let's talk about it. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I like I, this is my fault. Like. You know, and he kind of helps him deal with, like, you know, process the fact that, like, yeah. his father let him down. You know, I thought that was really great. That that was actually a really a really well constructed scene because, like, I've I've had similar interactions with my kids, not because like I've failed them so terribly, but because like 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 the part where you're like, oh, my kid is upset, mm -hmm. and like, is this a thing that you're upset about something else, or you just don't know how to process it? Like, mm -hmm. and sometimes a little bit of a distraction where you're like, oh, let me put the thing on my head and be kind of stupid for a second, like yeah. gets them out of the funk long enough to be like, all right, I'm gonna actually talk to you about the thing. And so I was like, I recognized that parenting move and kind of appreciated the fact that they put it into the film. And it didn't feel as silly as it had felt in previous times watching him before I, you know, was a dad of 10 years and watching watching him try the same move. And I'm like, all right, all right, this this is actually, this actually kind of works. I thought it was really nice. I, I remember as a kid, I thought it was very cheesy and lame and I hated all of it. But like as an adult watching it, I was like, oh no, he's actually a very good dad, or he's trying to be a very trying, good dad. Trying, yeah, yeah, because he's at you know he's at work providing for your fucking ass, getting you all your that, fucking exactly. material values that Selling you have in your fucking. <laughs> That's right, and you're I, my number one you know, customer. You're my number one. My number one. Customer. And I'm sorry that I missed three of your fucking taekwondo or karate classes or whatever the fuck you had. And he was at one of them. <laughs> God damn it! This I little kid's a brat. Yeah, the kid's a brat. We all know that. But I will also say that, like, I don't, I didn't quite understand, first of all, why his wife got so mad at him when she, he said to her that, you know, you're my number one customer. And it's like, he's not cheating on you. He's, like, clearly working to provide for you. Like, get over it. Uh, I mean, I guess, you know, I guess there's a work-life balance that also needs to come into play. But it, I was like, you know, like, again, it's not Tim Allen being a dick in the Santa Claus. <laughs> He's working on, on the day before Christmas or the day before Christmas Eve anyway. And then the whole movie, I also, to contrast with Love Actually, the whole movie, like, yes, she is nagging him, but she never once is like, oh, let me see what else is out there. Oh, this guy is like hitting on me. Let me go see what he's doing. Like, she's like pissed at him but she's like pissed at him and it's still like a relationship that they're working on and so i appreciated that as well yeah they did have a pretty good marital dynamic wow marital dynamic <laughs> alcohol's catching up it's christmas y'all it's christmas christmas uh, snow's coming to hell christmas christmas <laughs> i feel it on my fingers Oh, all right. Oh. Oh, that was last week. Oh. Different one. <laughs> but are we at ratings? <laughs> I guess so, Brian. Yeah, we just hit an point, hour. We're just trying to stretch it <laughs> out. You. That's that's what's happening. <laughs> we hit our mark. We slid into home. We made it happen. Jingle bell. As long as you don't cut too much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I, I, I've just been leaving these like mostly in. <laughs> Leaving our doll parts, like you know, just tagging them on at the end, like oh yeah, there, there they are. Yeah. This is what happened. We so cut out. We're we're a real real human peoples. Well, guys, I'm, I'm gonna go first this time. Uh, I'm giving this movie a four. Whoa! Oh, wow! Uh, wow! Wow! Didn't really enjoy it. Wow. Don't think the Ouch. comedy is 
100 percent there. Doesn't really work for me all the time. The ending doesn't make a goddamn lick of sense. Um, <laughs> these characters don't make sense. I don't like. I don't like a lot of these people. I don't like the little kid. Oof. I don't know if I really even like Arnold Schwarzenegger in this movie. I like some of his looks. He's got his charming personality. He's got the swagger. Um, that's cool. But Belushi, he's good, but he's not in the movie that much. Phil Hartman's good. Uh, not in the movie that much. Sinbad kind of gets on my nerves. I don't know what it is. He just kind of gets on my nerves. Not not nearly as bad as that Jake Lloyd little kid does. But, um, yeah, it's just, just not really for me. The comedy just is, it's not it's not timed well. Like, everything feels like it's really, like you're at, watching, like, acting, uh, like an, an acting coach uh, go up with some, like, first-time fucking actors and, like, all right, man, let's feel a scene out. Here we go. Let's improv it. All right, throw the ball. You know, it's just, oh, it's just, it's kind of bad. It's kind of stale. You know, I don't think Arnold's good at that stuff. You know, that's not what you get Arnold Schwarzenegger to do. You know, like, he needs a line. He needs a writer. Uh, That's it. Who's going next? Brian, Brian, I, I think, I think that for now, from now on with holiday films, we need to do two ratings. We need to do what your childhood rating would be oh. <laughs> and oh. what your now day rating would be. So what what would what would like kid Brian who only watched film? it once? Uh, yeah, it was like yeah, it would probably be lower, dude. This was like I think <laughs> this was the only Schwarzenegger film I didn't see uh, growing growing up in the theater, man. Like Terminator Two on, I think I saw all of them, but this one. Holy shit! Wow. Okay. Okay, I see. Wow. Okay, so my kid rating, I would have probably rated this a ten. I re- I really love this movie, mm. uh, but my like. Now, I'm going to be nice and, and give it a five. I, I think it's really, it's it's a solid movie. You know, it, it's it's a fun movie. You, you you could throw it on and and have a good time watching it. I mean, it's just not a perfect film. It, it the, the the cartooniness is, is is a little over the top, but yet again, it's it's. I think that's what they wanted. You know, so that they, they went for it. I don't know. I think it's a fun movie. It, it's it's a five. Do you think the cartoon? I'd like. I think they could have gone like Joe Dante levels of cartooniness, and I would have enjoyed this more. Describe that. Like, uh, like Gr- he's the guy that did Gremlins, Matinee, oh, um, The Burbs. Um, it was just like, it. Yeah, man, yeah, just yeah. like fucking take it over the top. Like, do like The Burbs, like, goofiness and make it. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. You don't feel like this movie was over the top? No, not this enough, man. No, like, just, over the top. Yeah, like, just take it take it to the next level. Make it a complete How, slapstick I'm sorry. farce. I'm, I'm genuinely confused. How could this movie have been more over the top in order to <laughs> actually be over the top? Where is the top for you, and how did this not achieve being over that? Well, okay, so, like, Joe Dante is, like, the burbs, right? Like, when things are happening in that, like, everything, it, you're, it's like you're not watching any form of reality. All of it is a cartoon. So, this a movie, reindeer running... And getting <laughs> well, yeah. punched in the face was well, yeah. not enough. That was too reality for you. That's... No, Greg. Yeah, that's my point, Griggs. We needed more of the reindeer. Okay. Okay. In this okay, movie. Okay. You okay. know what I mean? Because there's so much of this movie where it's just literally Sinbad and Arnold Schwarzenegger tripping each other up with like remote control cars. That's that's fair. A little more punching the reindeer. A little more reindeer drinking the beer. More reindeer games. <laughs> <laughs> We just didn't Christmas have movie. enough Affleck in this film. <laughs> That's what's happening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I um, love this movie. I I like the idea of giving it two ratings because my childhood self, you know, was fucking, was fucking great. I fucking love this movie. <laughs> I would give it a 10. 
Um, as a professional Way to go watching it, Kristen. dude, look, like I know what's up. Don't worry. Um, sorry, <laughs> Brian. Uh, you know, there are definitely issues with this movie. There are definitely things that are dated with this movie, but it's, I still really enjoy it. I would, I would still give it, I would still give it an eight. Like, honestly, like there's definitely some obvious glaring issues that need to be fixed, but it's still really enjoyable. I still watch it every year, almost every year. It's, wow. I still think it's really funny. I love it. Yeah, I think it's really funny. And and in case, yeah, actually, that's my thing is like, I if something makes me laugh, I will forgive like fucking everything in the movie. And this is yeah. the exact same thing. Absolutely. <laughs> it makes me laugh. So I actually don't care about any of the issues that all of you have brought up. They're valid, sure, but I don't care. It's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Valid? hard hard agree, hard agree. On that. <laughs> but who cares? Uh, <laughs> just wrote off everything you guys said. But you know, <laughs> no, no, no. agree, agree. Sure, yeah, fine, of course. But like, also, he's glazing over. <laughs> All right, Grigsy, frosted as it was. No, I, I really feel like that that summarizes so much of this movie for me. Like, like there's so many problems, but it's still so damn enjoyable that. I, I give just a giant pass to it. Um, childhood me would give this probably a nine five. Like like it's it's not perfect. Some of the cartoony stuff at the end, but damn, it's so much fun. Um, my actual rating that I'm gonna give it is a seven point five. Um, I feel like it's very rewatchable, um, and much of it still absolutely holds up. And I am very excited to watch it with my kids this Christmas season because they have not seen it yet. But yeah, some of it some of it doesn't quite work as much as I had hoped. Remembering it, that I had, I had hoped it would it would still work. Um, definitely the the culmination, the final scene with with the the bad guy encounter and the flying around the city and the, all that stuff like doesn't quite work. But man, the lead up to it is just so damn fun. Like the the whole like oh you're the guy and he's just getting thrown into it and then they spend like. 45 seconds with just Arnold Schwarzenegger first Enjoy person it. view where like he's getting thrust out in the crowd and you're like oh okay he's something just happened to him but we don't know what it is yet and so the like, they actually build up to a reveal like there are some things in this movie like that 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 still work and yeah the commercialism is like oh okay it's a thing but at the same time like overall there's there are every I feel like almost every character has a good progression Jake Lloyd doesn't go anywhere, and he's still shit. <laughs> that's Darth Vader, bro. Shut up. <laughs> and that, that's part of the reason. Like, I literally, I was sitting there watching it and being like, this movie came out three years before George watched, before George was like, yeah, he should be Darth Vader. Like, did you not see this? Like, the, it can't be directing. Like, come on. Come on. Come on. I love Sinbad. I love Sinbad in this movie. And I feel like all of all of the things that didn't work in it, it didn't have anything to do with him. It had to do. It had more to do with the way the story was constructed for what his, they needed his character to do. For everything that he came in and did for himself, I felt like it worked. And for everything that they forced the character to be, that it would have been that for any person, regardless of who they actually cast. Sinbad still kind of sold it, and even Arnold, like being like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna do an action movie for my kids." This felt like it kind of worked. Like the entire Santa gang scene, it's still so freaking fun. Like when when 
Ninja Santa comes out with the nunchucks that are candy cane coated, and then <laughs> he's got the giant candy cane, and he beats everyone with a freaking candy cane. Like, it's so fun. Like, you can't, you can't, all the, all the problems have so many other counterbalances to how much fun it is. I feel like 7.5 just is like, it's totally watchable. Yeah, there's things that are dumb, and yeah, there's things that aren't, aren't they don't hold up, but it's still, it's really, really fun totally worth watching 7.5 wow i i just want to point out the uh, rotten tomatoes uh, is 15 percent. 15 we discussed why the critics Audience didn't score, like it though 38 percent. let's be fair let's be fair brian yeah i know uh, yeah. Oh, that, that's the audience score that's not uh the right we care about no that's not the right <laughs> yes. when it says certified fresh that's not the audience score that's certified and imdb fresh. rates it a 5.6 sir well, look, dude, anything up below a six on IMDb is very questionable material. That's true. That's very arbitrary. <laughs> That's true. Okay. It, no, it is very. Uh, go back and look at it. I'm telling you. Anything below a six is like, mm, it's below a five. It's it's guaranteed to kind of suck. I don't know. I, I kind of I feel about the, the inverse, honestly. Like, if it's above a six, then it's probably worth watching. If it's a 7.5 and above, especially on Rotten Tomatoes, then, like, I definitely need to try and get to that because if people have scored it that highly then it's probably gonna be really fun hills to the year anybody got anything else reindeer are bitey uh, we, okay we haven't <laughs> talked about this but the the trailer tried to point out both the two directors they were like from the director of mrs delphire and i was like who the fuck was the director of mrs delphire directing this but like he was not directing this he was like a producer on that and they didn't say Produced by the director of, they said from the director of, and well, then they, they said from. Say produced well, by the director of. I, I totally get that, but like <laughs> that is they made a, they somehow managed to make it more confusing by naming two from the directors of, which usually only reference the person who is directing it. But so, to be fair, most people don't care or pay attention to that. So from that's this how they director got away with of this it. other movie that's producing this movie now. <laughs> Did we lose anyone? <laughs> produced by the makers of or from the because cr- i'm gonna be honest i did not notice that at all they, they always throw like from the creators of is usually the 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 catch-all term i don't know i well, pay attention to that those kinds of things because i'm very much like a, if this particular actor is in it or this particular director is making it like those those are hands down like i'm gonna watch that film because i like what they're doing oh i don't Ma- see that maybe i'm a very subset part of the market i don't know i mean probably not but i definitely don't pay attention to any of that sorry no uh i was i was looking up uh which fucking which track we should play uh we're gonna go with nutcracker meal all right um all right and with that you've been listening to the movie crew podcast if you guys want to get in touch with us you can do so by sending us an email to the movie crew at gmail.com that's the movie crew crew spelled c-r-e W-E, it's right, extra E at the end of the word crew at gmail.com. You guys can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Movie Crew Pod. Jared, where can the audience follow you, sir? You can find me on Instagram at CheckTheGate or on Twitter at Jared B. Callen or my other fine podcast, Torah Stories, on Apple Podcasts. And Mike, where can they follow you? I'm on the Instagrams and the Twitters at Griggsy Media. That's G-R-I-G-G-S-Y Media. And Kristen, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Kristen Magdalene. That's Kristen with a K and an I. 
And you guys can follow me on Twitter at Elkins Edits. And I think we're going to close out the show with track number eight from the Jingle All the Way soundtrack titled Nutcracker Mail from composer David Newman. Enjoy. Thank <laughs> you.